Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey, everyone. Welcome once again to That's How I Roll. This is your host, Jeremiah Isley. It is the last day of March, Friday, March 31st, and it's spring break, so guess who's here with me? Say hi, guys. Hi! That's right, the Bungler Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Flash Isley. Xavier and Cooper are with me here today. Welcome, boys. How's spring break going? Good. Good. Just good? We played like a million games. We... (laughs) Have played like a million games, and so probably a million video games. Yeah, you guys are eating up all the video games too. Anyway, so let's before we go any further, um, just want to get this show started off with a quick look at our road map. This is episode thirty six, and it is spring break. We're gonna just stop and take a look at what's good in the neighborhood, talk about the games we've been playing and what we've been doing this week. And that will lead us right into a drive-by review of Star Star Wars, Wars, the role-playing game. game. Oh, there she is. And not to be uh, totally exclusive here, but little Miss Violet is with us as well, so you might hear her fussing in the background every now and then. But you know. But that's what she does because she's a little baby, right? Yep. But I might keep on putting her pacifier in, so. Righto, righto. Let's talk a bit about spring break. So spring break started off with, well, started off with us playing Star Wars, a role-playing game, which was pretty awesome. Right yeah. after school got out that Friday, right? Yes. Yeah, so it was pretty awesome. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, after that evening, we took off and we started, we uh, went out of town for a few days. Some friends of ours let us stay at their lake house near, um, near Lake Erie. And we had a great time there. And unfortunately, the weather wasn't as great as we thought it would be. Fortunately, we brought like 10 games for us to play. We brought, it was like, yeah, 10 or 11 games. Yeah. So we and kinda, we played them all. We did. We kind of just started off saying, hey, let's play some games. And then the next thing we knew, we ended up playing a ton of games. We ended up playing them all. So I've got all the games that we played listed here. We played Armadora from Blue Orange Games. Which was pretty cool. Which is a pretty cool yeah. little game. It's like an area control kind of game. Which I won. You did win. You won a I lot won. of games. That yes, was. I did. Yeah. Um, we also played one of Cooper's favorites, The Boss, which is also from Blue Orange Games. And it is, uh, it's kind of like a... City control? It's, yeah. But it's more of... It's almost like bluffing because, like, you know things meeple, about different cities. placing? I don't know. I wouldn't say that, but it's definitely tricky. It's some bluffing. It's um. You got you got to you got to 
trying to bluff people into going into different cities to try to control them. Right. They might be something bad that wouldn't really work out for them because that right. yeah. Like it could get... end up with one of their gangsters getting put in jail or like, getting like shot. You bluffed me. I did bluff you that one time pretty good, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we also played Dungeon Raiders. We played that a did we play that more than once? No, we only played, we only it, played once. it once. I thought we played it a couple of times. We but did it, Seven Wonders Duel more than once. We did. Um, Dungeon Raiders, though, was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. That oh, yeah. is definitely a bluffing, kind of backstabbing, dungeon crawl <laughs> yes. kind of game. That's from Devere Games. That is a lot, a lot of fun. That review is coming up on Theology of Games very soon. I've got a written review of that coming up. We played Seven Wonders Duel, like you just mentioned. Yep. Um, so it's a two-player game, and the first time we played it... Uh, we had teams. We kind of teamed up. Cooper, yep. you were with me. Xavier was with my wife. And uh, uh, we ended up winning, Cooper, because we yeah. won via science. Yes. Which is a backdoor way, but if we uh-huh. would have... If we would have found out a way to keep them from getting the science, we would have won. It's true, but you didn't. We had like we had like eighty-seven points. Yeah, you guys had a lot of points. So, I looked at Cooper at one point and I said, "Coop, we gotta go for the science win here because they're gonna blow us away." And it worked out for us, right? Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah. Then, or it was either we were gonna beat you by victory points or the army thing. Right. And then you guys played by yourselves. Cooper obliterated me. He did. Yeah, wasn't he, like, he just like every time I took something like for victory points or something, then he would then that would end up giving him like ten resources. So yep. yeah, he just got like everything in the first round, and then he was just like picking up resources. He was just picking up like army stuff. He almost yep. I for some somehow I pushed him all the way back onto his side. And the army right. thing, and he had but like he tons. almost he almost beat you by by military, and but then he just mm-hmm. blew you away with victory points. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I even activated all my wonders in one turn. You did. I don't know how you did that, but that was pretty spectacular. <laughs> well, I had three wonders that let me go again. Right. So, so I did those three first, and then I did the one that didn't. That was very smart planning on your part. Okay, after, well, these aren't in any order that we actually play them. I don't okay. remember the order we played them. But we played some Carcassonne yep. Winter Edition, which is always fun. Did, yep. I won that, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, I, I smoked you guys. We played King of New York. Xavier won that. and Yep, I beat it, I beat it with the victory point rule. Yeah, I was really behind in victory points, so I was trying to catch up by I was like you guys at, up. I was like at two health though. Yeah, I almost I almost took you out, but it didn't quite get there. We played Suro, which is always a fun time. Mm-hmm. Who, who ended up winning that you? I won that because yeah. you guys ended up I think you guys collided or something. No, no, I think I think like one of us placed something and that drove us both off. Right. The, the only board. way you No, could... you did you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only way you could play was to take both of you out at the same time. So I managed to stay away from all that mess and just kind of hung out until you guys took care of yourselves. <laughs> okay. 
We played Sheriff of Nottingham. We played that a couple times. Didn't I win that once and then? Uh, you? No, I didn't win that. No, at all. mommy won. And then you won. And then I won. And I usually, came, I came in second place both times. Though. Yeah, usually I don't win that game because people always, I don't know. You all, <laughs> nobody trusts me when they should trust me, and everybody doesn't trust me when they. I want them not I, to trust me. And I normally buff whenever I find like I have like a ton of one thing. Uh huh. I say I have one of that thing, but it's really one contraband. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. One time I That's a good like, way to do it. One time yeah. I just kept on discarding and drawing until I got like five cheese and then I put it in a bag <laughs> <laughs> and slid it over and they're like, and right. I got I got five bread one time. You did? I, no, wait, it was cheese. I think no, you had you had bread that one time. And it yeah. was I don't know. You guys always Listen to mommy on that game. I think that's the problem. You never no, listen to Cooper, Cooper, Cooper never listens to anybody. <laughs> he slid back mommy's coin and opened his bag. That's true. That she was, was pretty trying, funny. She was, trying to, she was trying to bribe him. And, and he wasn't and he having was like, anything to do with it. He was and, like, and he was like just, no. I just slid the coin back, opened it. Yep. Found contraband. And there, right. In the, first, in the first round, I didn't, I didn't even try and get him to, like... I didn't try and get him to do anything. And he's just like, he was just like, well, I know Xavier said before the game he likes to sneak contraband. So I just opened it and <laughs> went at it. And I, I found contraband. He did. All right, so we also played, we played Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, the black box edition. And well, Daddy ended up that. I won that one. Yep. I had all six pieces and you guys only had two. <laughs> but you guys did really good. You just, yeah. you would miss we, it. We, we just kept on getting like really hard questions for the thing. Right. Yeah. When you were trying to get your piece, it was like, it, oh, it's an impossible question. Right. But you guys and I was like stuck in, I was like stuck on one side too. So I was like trying to get over to the other side and I just couldn't. Yep. And lastly, we played. Wait, day. Yes. Remember, remember you got how typical wrong? Oh. <laughs> I'm never going to live this down. So one of the questions, and it was for the win, wasn't it? Yeah. I yeah. think it was. One of the questions was, what was 3PO's two-word response? To uh, when he had a, a door slammed in his face on Hoth. Yeah. And the answer is, how typical, which we should know very well because of the Star Wars Headspace album. There's a song that is called How Typical, and it is that no, line, no, it's called, or it's 3PO's Plight. C3PO's but, but basically, it just keeps on repeating How Typical. Yes. yes. And <laughs> I said, how rude, because I wasn't thinking. And <laughs> I, was, boys... I was going to say it with you, and then I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yes. And so they are not going to let me live that down ever. But lastly, we played, we played uh, Vikings on Board, which we talked about. I think it was the last podcast episode, or maybe yeah. one, yeah. one before that. So, uh, those are the games we played. Who won that? Um, I think it was you. No, it was me because no, I got that. It was me and Cooper yeah. were tied, and then I got a last second bet to win it. Yep, yep. I didn't win that one because I didn't win. Um, so anyway, that's that's 
the list of games that we got to play, that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. We oh, yeah. Um, we really made the best of a situation where the weather wasn't necessarily cooperating. And yes. That's well, we did f- get to ride our bikes around a lot. Yes. You guys did. So that was good. And one, time, we, one time I was, well, this was actually the first, like, really bad rain storm. Uh-huh. I, I, I was just out. Out riding my bike and the rain just started pouring on me. Yeah, you guys yeah. got so like rushing yeah. back. Yeah, I was I was biking as fast as I could. I know, cause it was it got crazy out there for a couple times. Yeah, like it was like super sunny and Cooper was just bike riding down and then like out of nowhere these huge rain clouds came <laughs> out of nowhere and just started pouring Whoosh. on him. It was pretty crazy. So anyway, let's let's move on. What do you say? Oh. Oh, yeah. Whoa! Hey, everyone, look! It's time for another drive-by review. Today's drive-by review is for the Star Wars role-playing game. This is, um, we played the Star Wars The Force Awakens beginner game. So you can go to um, your favorite local game store, or check fantasyflightgames.com and they have these beginner boxes for the different um, Star Wars universe role-playing games. There's um, Age of Rebellion, Edge of the Empire, The Force Awakens. There's another one that I am totally blanking on right now, but there's three or four of them out there. They all use the same system, so it's the same dice, same rule set, but they're all kind of set in different Times, times, different times or places in the Star Wars, right? So, yeah. So the cool thing about the beginner game is, is I have some experience with role playing game. I've played long, long time ago, not in a galaxy far away. Well, it was because I was playing an older version of the Star Wars role playing game. But anyway, um, I've never game mastered or or dungeon mastered or anything like that. And it's GM or game. Right. So they they call it GM in the Star Wars universe instead of DM, which is the Dungeons and Dragons version of that. Uh, but the cool thing is, is this beginner box is literally as you you learn the game as you play it. So it starts off very easily, has all the instructions that you need to guide the the adventurers, the player characters, through what is going on, how to resolve dice rolls, how to resolve um, combat checks, all the stuff that you need to do. Uh, So it was very, like I said, I have no experience at all playing um, as a GM. GM. And even if you don't know what a role-playing game is, uh, there was a lot of precursor kind of text that filled you in on how it played, how it should feel, how it should look and play and all that fun stuff. Um, so we were joined by our, our friends, Mr. Alex and Tyler, Tyler. who yeah. um, Mr. Alex was playing as a player character with you guys, mm-hmm. and he has a ton of experience playing D&D. He's been playing role-playing games for like 30 years. So it was nice to have him here to help the player side move along pretty well. Right, and kind of help strategize and figure stuff out. Yeah. Right. So he... Like, like shoot and run. Yeah, he would kind of get you guys out of jams every now and then. 
yeah. <laughs> you were kind of stumped at what to do. And we were all, or we were all arguing over what to do. Right. So, um, so that's a little bit about how you set it up and how you go. You basically open the box and there are little pamphlets or sheets or books that say read first, read second, read third, read last, et cetera, et cetera, which makes it super, super easy. Like it literally just walks you through it. Um, the one thing is it doesn't use like regular polyhedral dice. It has custom dice and the system all revolves around these custom dice that they uh, include in this set, um, which makes it, it, it's interesting. And, and I'll talk about how those work a little bit later. But before I go any further, I want to talk to you guys about the experience. First of all, just overall tell me what you guys thought about that night like was I, it i really liked it except like every like every so often there was like a huge surprise like we have like we would never see that coming <laughs> right or anything yeah like if you're trying to make a plan like some guy could walk by and like hear you trying to plan and then like completely screw it up or right okay so cooper what did you think about it i think it was really fun because of the same thing that Xavier said. So you liked the surprises? Yeah. You liked the yeah, things yeah. that you it's didn't really expect? It's really about, like, quick thinking, like, mm-hmm. trying to, like, just get, like, trying to not, like, spend forever trying to come up with your idea and just doing it, like, super fast. Right. And I think, I think some of that was probably um, you guys getting to know how the game works and what you can and can't do and what your characters can do too and, because and the questions you can ask the gm because sometimes you need to ask questions to, mm-hmm. before you can figure out what you're gonna do like, right right yeah like like, at first, like if you can shoot then run exactly like, what more information about what's going on and stuff right like if there are non-player characters around that you can talk to to get information right. and things like that what was your your favorite thing about it? Like, do you, you guys you guys want to play again, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you guys really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What did you like about it? Like, what was the what would what made it cool to you? I just like the like storyline because it's like it is it's very cool. Like it it's a whole adventure that you feel like you're going on, right? Oh yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not just like oh I'm playing this card or I'm moving this piece around a board and that's I'm doing that it's right. more like you're you're totally Actually involved trying in to it like be your player and yeah not just help your team so Cooper what do you think I really 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 liked it you did that's like 19 like reallys so you really liked it? <laughs> yeah. Why why would you say that many reallys when you before you say you liked it? Because it was fun because you like felt that you were actually the character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not just So you felt like you were in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Trying to trying like to do all these cool things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well cool. Pilot. Yeah, we had to fly away, you guys had to do all kinds of stuff. So that is that's the that's the point of the game, right? That's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Huh? Well, that's cool. I I would agree. I had a really good time. Um, we are going to do this do that again. We're going to play some more. Uh, there is a are another. We do Age of the Rebellion? 
Well, I'm not sure what we're going to do next. We might be switching over to Age of Rebellion, but there's also um, a follow-up adventure to the one we played. That's the cool thing is is there are a, a fair amount of downloadable pre-made adventures. So if you want a GM, but you're like, I don't have time to put together a campaign and plan it all out and this and that, there's a lot of stuff out there for you uh, as a resource um, for your campaigning building and adventure building and stuff like that i want to talk really quick before we finish up about the dice and how they work so the dice actually um instead of saying oh you just roll a d20 or a d12 to figure out whatever um, you actually build a dice pool they call it so each attribute that you have you know stealth cunning charm cool whatever has a dice pool so it's you know two yellow dice and a or two green dice and a yellow die or whatever and they have different symbols on them which are usually they're either success or failure or they're threat or advantage and so you have to try to roll and then some of your sides are blank but then the the gm is adding in dice that have the threats Negative and the effects. and the failures so you have to cancel out the bad dice that you roll with the good dice that you roll. And uh, it works really well. The, the advantages, if you outnumber those, they can give you good effects. Even if your dice roll failed, um, there can be a, a side effect of that that worked out in your favor. Or if your dice roll succeeded and there are more threats than advantages then there could be some bad side effects. So, hey, you hit that guy. Unfortunately, his blaster went off and it knocked over a pile of boxes on you or your friend or whatever. Right. Um, right. Or, so it really adds you, in that variable for you. Or you you bluffed this imperial officer, but she doesn't really trust you now. So Right. You got away with it, but... but you, more guards are coming to escort you exactly something. exactly so you you got away with what you're trying to do but then now there's a little more danger or a little more something going on so uh it works out really well as as a gm it was easy because i could add in dice if i felt like something was a little harder that was going on um even if i wasn't sure if that was what the rules needed for that particular moment I could I could kind of judge by like oh I'm going to add in this die or maybe we're going to add in two of these or or whatnot so maybe um, you're going to have to roll a red <laughs> yeah it made the it made the challenge a little more easier to kind of mitigate instead of just trying to do math and figure out numbers like oh well you have to roll a little higher or a little less or this or that that is the Star Wars role playing game the Force Awakens beginner game. Um, I highly recommend it if you are at all interested in playing role-playing games. By all means, this is a great way to get started. Also, if you live in the Ohio area, I know um, the Malted Meeple, who are great, great people. It's a gaming cafe that's in, in Hudson, Ohio. They run one-off campaigns. You can go and play D&D, or I think they do some Star Wars RPG. You can go play those on a night for like two hours, and take it or leave it. So it's kind of one of those nice ways to try out playing role-playing games as well. Um, that sounds fun. 
It does sound fun, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe try doing that sometime. Maybe we will. But that is um that is that for that review. Again, I highly recommend it. I think it's I think you're gonna love it. And it will definitely open up the possibilities of role-playing games for you and your gaming group or your family or whoever is interested. And if you if you love fully immersive type situations and gaming and stuff like that, that feels more like a simulation than just abstract dice rolling and movement and yep. things like that. Yep. Go for this. Right, guys? Right. Right. Because yes. it's more than just like moving dice. It's trying to strategize. It's like a lot of what ifs. It's a lot of what. Does. Yeah, it's actually absolutely. It's a lot of what ifs. It's a lot of teamwork, too. Right. Yeah, and yeah. it's a lot of ifs or what ifs. That's going to do it, guys. Yeah. We're all done. The, uh, the next episode that we have will include a feedback loop. I got lots of feedback from my Instagram conversation that I started. But I want to um, thank you all for listening this week. Be sure to check out TheologyofGames.com. You can find lots of cool stuff there. Board game reviews, news, interviews with people from around the industry. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can always connect with us there. You can also email me at theologyofgames at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Jeremiah Isley. That's Cooper and that's Xavier. And that's that's how how we roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and drive safe.